Good evening. Today is March 8th and welcome to It Only Takes a Spark. I'm going to do something a little bit different. You know, Mondays are my days where I look at my goals for the week. You know, some of the things I have planned, some things I want to do. You have these, you know, you kind of wake up in the week, you're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and you have a lot of things that you want to do. And you kind of, for me, as the day wore, got closer to the afternoon, you know, my energy level started at level 10, you know, super, super excited. And now um, probably it started more, it's more like two o'clock. It just started to wane and wane, and I still had some meetings that I needed to attend. So I'm just lying down here in my studio. You know, I take my studio everywhere. It's in a closet, the bathtub, the car. I always say I have a a mobile studio. I've even been known to record in my son's room anywhere I can find a spot. That's the beauty of technology. But today, um, I think it's International Women's Day. I started to think of the woman, um, I think, one of the women, I, there's so many people that I'm inspired about, but I was looking at biblical fi- figures um, as I thought it to think of this devotion, and I thought about Mary, you know, and how absolutely amazing she was to have experienced a visit from the angel, you know, that just blew her away. I mean, absolutely blew her away. And, you know, there's always, when we read about it in the in the scripture, we have the idea that Mary was sitting down and just maybe weaving or doing whatever a girl would have done, maybe some sort of chores. And then the angel came to her and just, she just accepted it with, you know, and she just heard it and she was frightened. You know, if I was Mary and I'm sitting down, I just imagine myself sitting down with a broom and doing the chores, one chore, you know, her mother probably wanted her to, she was doing one chore after the next, and all of a sudden, this angel came and just blew her whole reality out, and he just told her this. He just he just appeared. I would have been under the table. I probably would have had that broom towards the angel to defend myself. I probably would have been doing a whole... I probably would have had um, a few bodily fluids um, uh, going off. But Mary, after she got herself together or whatever it was, I'm just putting myself in that role, right? Because she was ordinary. She was just like you you and me, right? And then he tells her this thing, this absolutely bizarre thing that's going to happen to her. And she listens to this, and of course she questions it. You know, how could this be? I, I mean, I am a virgin. This cannot be. And he just tells her what's going to happen. And guess what? She listens, she listens, and she accepts. Not only does she accept, she utters, I think, one of the most, some of the most powerful words that I've heard in, in the Gospel of Luke. Powerful. And if I were you, I'd write them down. Because we, we need to put it on a sticky note, put it on, on a screensaver on our phone, and remember what this young girl, after hearing this, I mean, how how this was going to change her life. She was not just going to have a little bump. She was just not going to, you know, carry the savior of the world in her stomach. I mean, she was going to be facing a lot of uncertainty, possibly death. Who knows what was going to happen to her? 
during that time and knowing, I mean, she wasn't an idiot. She had an idea of what it meant to be (laughs) pregnant at that time and what it would probably mean to her. But she said yes anyway. And this is what she said. And this is what I want you to write down on a sticky note, on a pad, take a picture of it, put it on your screensaver because it's powerful. And Luke, it says, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your will. All right, so if you didn't get it, I'm going to write it, say it again. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. What? I mean, that was a drop the mic moment. Completely surrendering to God. Even when we have no idea what it will mean, what's going to be asked of us. I mean, where it will take us. You know, she said, she said yes. She said yes to the Lord. And we often forget you know, as individuals, how, how those small words, those, they appear very simple, how powerful it is. It means getting out of the driver's seat, right? It means giving God the seat at the head of the table. He is the chairman of that board meeting. You are no longer the president of that company. It's like relinquishing your power completely. And just giving, you know, and saying, this is all yours. I'm done. I'm out. I can't do anything. You know? And I feel sometimes we we get so caught up in all the things we have to do, especially as women, right? We're carrying the burden of the world, even though we're not supposed to, right? And even though on the outside we look like we have it all together. We look so polished. We look so beautiful. And people say, oh, my heavens, you look so great. I have no idea you were going through all of this. Oh, you look so absolutely fabulous. I mean, look at uh, Megan, you know, Mark, um, you know, the, you know, on the, uh, many of you are talking about the interview with Oprah. Y'all saw it. You know, what a beautiful couple, picture perfect. And who would have known that she was going through all this pain, all this darkness, this, all of the sadness that was in her soul. You know, we never know. We're carrying all these hurt and pain and, and, and confusion and frustration and we get up, we put a smile on our face, we put our makeup on, we fix our hair and everybody looks at us and they say, they say, you look amazing. You look absolutely amazing. And we should look nice, right? But we don't know what's beneath that exterior. We have to dig deeper. But Mary, Mary was, she, there was nothing else to dig. She just, she just let it all out. Like, hey, I don't know what's going to happen, but let's do it. Let's do it. You know, I'm your servant and I want to do your will. And so I thought that particular um, verse really uh, stood out to me because I was reflecting on my role and what I need to do for ministry. And when I look at those questions of ministry, I start to ask myself, you know, whatever I do in ministry, God, I want to make sure that I see more of you less of me. You heard what I said? I want to make sure whatever I do in regards to ministry, I want to make sure that I reveal or I demonstrate 
more of you, your work, your goodness, your divinity, and less of me. I don't want the emphasis to be on me. I don't want, I'm just a servant. I'm a worker bee. That's all I am. I'm a vessel for the Lord. I am only the vessel. And whenever I try to do something, there's something that pulls me back and say, hold on here. Are you doing this really for the Lord or are you doing this for something else? And I could say that decades ago, many, many decades ago, you know, I was younger and I felt like, yes, I'm doing this and it's, this is for the Lord. And I am, the, you know, you just all gung ho. And I wanted to people, people to see me and what I can do. Now it's like, no, 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 no. I want to do this and I want to do it for, for the Lord. And if I can do it underneath the ground, beneath the radar, hallelujah, you know. Uh, and that's where I am today. That's where I am today. I want to be, I want to make sure that whatever I do, whatever I do or what I say is for his glory. And so as we reflect on what we have to do, uh, and Mondays are beautiful reset days. Don't you love those? Yes. Some of you look at those as diet days after cheating on the weekend, splurging on the Sunday, the extra piece of brownie you had after everybody left the table. Yes. The late night snacking you've had, you kind of look at Mondays, ah, I'm going to take stock of and, and start all over again. So, but Monday's a good reset day, not only for our physical health. It's just kind of, I think I look at it as a great day for uh, mental cleansing, uh, to refocus our attention, and just to acknowledge what is. Like I, you know, just really saying in my body right now, what am I actually feeling today? What am I feeling at this moment? Physically. Physically, I'm feeling exhaustion. I don't know where it's coming from, but I feel like some, some exhaustion. I also feel a sense of peace. I feel a sense of gratitude. Gratitude because I got a, I received a letter from my oldest son, and it really, really demonstrated the growth through the growth that he is taking, um, and that even after so many years, he's starting to finally come to terms with a lot of things that I've tried to re- Blaze and I have tried to reinforce and and tried to show him over the years. So that's what I'm feeling: are an, an immense sense of gratitude. I also feel loved. I feel loved in knowing that everybody that I know, everybody that I interact with feels my love. I I receive their love as well. What are you feeling today? Can you kind of look at your life and say, where else can I sprinkle God in? If I feel like I'm so overwhelmed with all of my responsibilities, is there some part in the day that I can sit down and really acknowledge his presence? Can I look out in nature and see his presence? You know, I did something really interesting today and on my walk with Blaze and Bal- uh, in the neighborhood. Normally we walk and we look at the trees and we might see a deer here and there, other things going but we, as we were walking, I told Blaze, be quiet, be quiet. Listen, listen. He said, what, what? I said, the birds, they're talking. And he couldn't hear it right away. I said, look, 
I said, look, that's the mama bird. <laughs> so she's talking. And, and for the first time in my life, I was able to hear that bird, one bird, she was, ta- she was calling. I said, Blaze, it's a distinct call. Listen, it's a distinct call. And all of a sudden, there was a faint, like a softer bird that was almost like answering back. It's like the mama bird was saying, Robert, Robert, where are you? And the, and the baby bird was saying, Mom, I'm over here with Jackie. We're playing. It was so beautiful. Now, I'm not an expert on birds, but I, I listened and there was I could tell the relationship between the big bird that was calling um, over and over again. Finally, that soft bird that was holler, was um, was answering back. It was so beautiful. Do you know how many times I've taken a walk and I really didn't sit down quiet enough to hear the birds? It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So we have so much to be thankful for. So in closing, I want to read a little um, uh, something that I found on the internet. Um, Don't know who the author, but I thought it would be very, very encouraging today as we hit our reset, you know, our motivational Mondays and reset buttons. And it reads, never forget how far you've come. Everything you have gotten through. All the times that you've pushed on, even when you felt you couldn't. All the mornings you got out of bed, no matter how hard it was. All the times you wanted to give up, but God gave you the strength for the day and made a way when you saw no way. My brothers and sisters, let's just kind of pause for prayer. Father, we thank you at this moment for life. We thank you for giving us the breath and a beautiful day. We thank you for embracing us at this time, where we are, accepting us with all of our faults. Father, we ask forgiveness for all the things that we've done to offend you, even the things that we weren't even aware of. Help us to open up our hearts to peace, open up our hearts to understanding. Help us to reevaluate our goals so that they and make sure that they're more aligned with your plan. And Father, help us to be like you in everything that we say and in everything that we do. Brothers and sisters, subscribe, share the spark. God bless.